1: Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists
2: Hello and welcome to Question of the Week. I'm Tom Crawford. This time we're answering Michael's question. If in some miraculous way one were able to pee standing on the surface of the moon, what kind of an arch would it create? Picture the scene. It's 1969. Neil Armstrong steps out onto the surface of the moon,
1: that's
2: one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. But what's this? He's undoing his spacesuit and, oh Neil, why didn't you go before you left the ship? So Neil Armstrong probably didn't take one giant leap for mankind, as Jim put it on Facebook. But let's imagine for a second that you could be standing on the surface of the moon. What kind of arc could we expect to form? Here to help answer this astronomical question is Dr Chris Messinger from the University of Glasgow.
1: The answer depends on the environment that you're in. If the astronaut is inside a pressurised and temperature-controlled environment, then the only difference between the moon and the Earth would be the gravity, which on the moon is 16% of the Earth's. This gives the rather boring answer that the P would simply follow a straighter arc, or, in other words, it would travel about two and a half times further than on Earth. So
2: when I pee on Earth, What shape is the arc that forms?
1: In a uniform gravitational field, like on the surface of large objects, such as the Earth and Moon, the trajectory of an object, in our case, each unit of P, follows what's known as a parabolic curve. Sort of a U-shape. On Earth, air resistance can cause objects to deviate from perfect parabolas, but on the Moon, since there's essentially no atmosphere, the P will follow a very accurate parabola. In fact, if you watch video of the lunar rover that the Apollo astronauts drove around the moon, you can see the dust thrown up from the surface following these exact curves.
2: Right, let's assume we're on the moon, or even better, Neil Armstrong is there back in 1969, and he needs to boldly go. Perhaps we can even live stream the event, as suggested by Stephen on Facebook.
1: What would actually happen? If we're talking about someone being able to pee directly out of their spacesuit while standing on the moon, then the extremely low atmospheric pressure on the moon would immediately boil the pee. The steam would then fall to the floor under the moon's weak gravity because there's no atmosphere to carry the steam.
2: Hang on, I thought the moon was cold. Why are things starting to boil?
1: There are a number of different states that matter can be in, with the basic three being solid, liquid and gas. The particular state that a substance is in depends only on the temperature and pressure. If you think about water, the main component of your pee, we know, for example, that when you climb a mountain, the air pressure drops, and the boiling point of water starts to drop. So at the top of Mount Everest, you can make a cup of tea at 71 degrees Celsius. In the peeing on the moon scenario, the pee is at body temperature, around 37 degrees Celsius, and the pressure in the spacesuit will hopefully be at Earth's atmospheric pressure. As soon as it enters the moon environment, the pressure drops by a factor of more than a 1,000 billion The pea suddenly finds itself way above its own boiling point and has to immediately boil into steam.
2: If you think the idea of peeing out steam sounds bad, it gets even worse.
1: After boiling, the steam molecules are able to react to the change in temperature between the spacesuit and the moon environment. Depending on the position of the sun in the lunar sky, the temperature on the moon's surface will range from minus 170 degrees Celsius to plus 120 degrees Celsius. But since the pressure is so low... The freezing temperature of the pea also drops way below zero. So in some circumstances, the steam molecules could freeze into water ice crystals and you'd get yellowish snow that falls to the ground in a smooth parabolic arc.
2: That would certainly be an interesting present for our alien friends. I hope that's answered your question, Michael. Next time, we delve into the minds of ants with Carol's question. Here's a query I've been pondering for some time. We live in tropical North Queensland, Australia, where ants and getting rid of them is part of the day-to-day. When brushing them down the sink, I sometimes stop to watch them and I'm always intrigued by their socialising patterns. I want to know, are they sentient creatures? Do they feel pain? Tune in next time to find out. But if you think you know, please do get in touch. Tweet at Naked Scientists, find us on Facebook or join in the debate on the forum. NakedScientists.com forward slash forum. Over and out.
1: Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com.